Hi friends. Lifehacks 106. Can you believe that it's the sixth episode of Lifehacks already? We've been through so many tools for a productive and efficient life and there's so many more to go. So strap yourself in because today's an absolute belter. Johnny and Yusuf seemed obsessed with trying to derail this episode and you will hear me grapple with them both verbally and physically during the course of this recording. In other news, we have got some fantastic festive-themed ideas for some upcoming episodes. So as your TV screens and radio stations begin to be besmirched with the sound of jingling bells and talk of 50% off soft furnishings at homeware stores, we're going to enter into the festive spirit as well. If there are any topics that you would like us to cover around New Year's, goal setting, productivity, whatever it might be, fire it over. Uh, I've also managed to reach out to some companies that make some really awful Christmas jumpers, which you are going to be able to see me force Yusuf and Johnny into. So head to the Modern Wisdom YouTube channel. Make sure that you click subscribe. If you would, it would make me incredibly happy and you are going to be the first person to see... Yusuf and Johnny wearing some very silly Christmas jumpers. But for now, it's life hacks time. Enjoy, tweet me, Instagram me, do whatever you need. If you have something to add, and if not, sit back, listen, and learn. Life Hacks 106, Principles for a Productive and Efficient Life. You made it trendy, you already made it trendy. It was fine, it was just Life Hacks. <laughs> what? Where's the tagline from? It's trendy. <laughs> Ruins the intro. <laughs> you do, you do, you do. Do I ruin it or do I... No, you ruin it. Is it endearing? It's, no. I think it's endearing. And then Chris tries to reel it back so we can continue doing it in one you're watching take. Me, you're watching me grapple. But I'm you. a ghost in the system. <laughs> Right, do you want to go first? in the ointment. <laughs> a scone in the... A <laughs> scone, in the- <laughs> in, a scone in the pot. Right. Uh, For yeah. the first time in three episodes, you have a list. I have some... No, I just wrote this earlier. Cool. It's not very comprehensive. Um, do you want... Do you want... Just... Big topic or a quick one? Quick one. A little jab. Throw one thing away per day. Mm. All right. As in, like, one empty pack of crisps? No, no. Yeah. One possession. That's presuming that you purchase possessions at quicker than one a day. No. Because eventually you will... No, it's not. You're going to end up with no possessions. Well, otherwise, the whole point would be... That would be ridiculous. Think of the rate that you'd be accumulating things at now. Right. If, you, so if you're if waiting I, to how life... Long, how long do I have to continue this for? So the idea is that things should should no serve a particular purpose in your life, and a lot of people have a lot of bloated stuff. Mm-hmm. There's an article of a guy that has 22 possessions, and they'll all really, be they'll all be mint. Won't yeah, they? yeah. It's like a really expensive set of hard wearing boots, mm. a MacBook Air, um, like a clipper. Mm. Like I go give it to a charity shop or sell it, eBay, or whatever, or eBay. Fair enough. I just think it leads to a more streamlined existence. Your, Minimalist life space will be will be tidier, mentally clearer. Really, uh, most people go like, "Oh, I'm gonna have a big a big sort out, a big tidy up, like bollocks." Just throw one thing away, put it. Mm-hmm. And then before you know, six months later, you're, you're not like, batching. You're not batching got, your, your, your process there very effectively. The way you're, it's a habit. It's a process goal. 
rather than an outcome goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. You go. You didn't good. like it, but it's, it's a good one. Life hack, also a fitness tip. Best thing that you can do for your upper body is get a pull-up bar in your house. <clears throat> the pull-up is like the squat of the upper body. And if you just have it in your house, especially and if you rent somewhere and you're like, oh, I can't drill into the walls of the door because the landlord will be annoyed, just get one of the lever ones that you just hook it on. And you pull on one side, it's completely stable. It's if you ca- have cantilever, isn't it? Can- cantilever. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a Force down is a cantilever without way. a U. Um, <laughs> so, so you get one of them. Every time you walk past it, do five pull-ups. Or like, let's say, okay, max so, set. One max set. So yeah. Pick the max number of reps you can do, divide it by two, and do that many number of reps. So if you can do 10 pull-ups in one set, do five. If you can only do three, do one pull-up. Mm-hmm. If you can't do any pull-ups, Jumping pull-up. jump to the top, let yourself down as slow as you can, all the way down. Don't do any of this kind of, uh, oh, I'm done. Like, jump to the top, let yourself all the way down. That's, That's what Johnny would do in a CrossFit class. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're going to waste your time, might as well have fun wasting your time. <laughs> um, you could buy the V-Taper program. That is a program that we have, which added, and I'm, people think I'm lying about this. It added 25 kilograms to my bench press in eight weeks. Johnny saw it happen. I watched it. To some um, people, that might not sound like a lot because they're from, making noob gains. Yeah. I see. It went from 115 to 140. But you'd already got close to peak performance. I was, yeah. And that, yeah, that was after a lot of training, wasn't it? Like, it was, that was after six, seven, games at all. six, seven years of training. Mm-hmm. Um, added an inch or an inch and a half to my chest and back. Big di- difference in the photos. Probably got slightly leaner, if anything. So It's a hard program. It is a hard program. Propinfitness.com forward slash. Search on the, the search uh, bar for V-Taper. Yeah, I'm going to optimize. Doesn't, doesn't know the URL. Propinfitness.com forward slash products V-Taper. And then credit card we'll, information. We'll just create propanefitness.com <laughs> forward slash VTaper. There you one go. By the get. time this is up, unless Dean gets it up right now. So, my one. Um, anchor USB hub. Okay. Anchor lever. Anchor lever without a U. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Turkey breast. Um, so, everyone will know that almost everything in their home, or their bedroom especially, is charged by USB. And I, I recently got a lamp, which is charged by USB. Yeah, it's annoying. My That's awesome. Toothbrush is what? charged by USB. <laughs> I've got a USB lamp and it's a little twat. I, I think it just plugs into a USB. Well, the charging thing. So it's a battery-powered right. moon lamp and then the oh, other right. end of that. Um, so you've got millions. Mine doesn't even charge. It just needs to always be in a USB. <laughs> <laughs> That's the- millions of dispersed products, which require a USB plug to fit into. Get, get Anchor make one, I think the one I've got is an eight stack. So it's a, like a little rectangle, about that big, maybe a few inches by a few inches by USB thick. And it's got eight of them. No, not that one. Um, <laughs> Surely that's the similar. Similar, but not it's not that one, is it? <laughs> um, and it's just going to fix all of your problems. Everything comes out of one area. You're never going to lose plugs again. One thing is plugged in. You don't need a multi-socket. And it, it's just fantastic. It's been an absolute game changer. Have you Shout got any wall sockets that have a USB slot? No, because I've got this. Okay. They're fucking, very, they're fucking very stupid, new, aren't they? Yeah, I've got one. I use it for my lamp that needs to be permanently plugged into a USB. So you've bought a lamp and mm-hmm. then bought the socket for the lamp? 
Or were they coincidental? Coincidental, yeah. But right. like, you can also use it obviously for phones. It's like Philips Hue, isn't it? It's the, I'm going to buy a, a switch for your smart lamp, for your smart light. Uh, shout out to uh, Michael Kaju from Brute Strength for making me jealous of his USB hub while I was in Texas. And I got back and I was like, I need one of them. It's fantastic. There's, there's never enough USBs, is there? <coughs> there is now with this hack. So, what's next, Johnny? Oh, Christ. Um, get a monthly massage. Mm-hmm. Where from? Where do people go if they don't have someone good? Because finding a massage therapist oh, is... Oh, yeah. I was going to... Yeah. Yusuf. If you're in the North East, for, um, for serious, I... I'm quite limited on availability, but weekends. Give me a <laughs> Here's the affiliate scheme. There's only one it's like downside. ball over again, isn't it? That you have to listen to normally a lecture sometimes. On three times speed. <laughs> I'll give you a discount if I can listen to a lecture on three times speed. Would you? <laughs> yeah. I'll give you five pounds off. <laughs> Otherwise, you can listen to whatever of your choosing. For a five pound surplus. So what you're saying is for a five pound surplus, you can pay, <laughs> you can you pay to, to listen to your own music. What about if it's silence? Is that just the price? <laughs> the midpoint yeah 250 but so it's it, it, it puts you in a, a enough volume of of tissue work that you would never put yourself through yourself it hurts so you would never do it yourself and it just prevents things from getting too out of hand and once a month isn't so frequent that it's like financially insane I mean once a month is still quite a bit mm-hmm. but I think for the return worth it nice it's gone Get a shoehorn. Oh, so, yes. oh, so I did an uh, analysis of this, which is like, let's say you wear a lot of Converse and Vans and the, any shoe that's just a little willy to try and get on. Brogues. Brogues are, yeah, massively. If you Or if you get painful heels or blisters on your heels, you need to protect them. So if you spend, let's say you take your shoes on and off, average three, four times a day, takes you 15 to 30 seconds per shoe. Let's say 15 seconds. That's 30 seconds per time, multiply by four. That's two minutes per day. Multiply that by 365. Alfred. That's 730 minutes. That's 12 hours of time. Jesus. That you're putting your shoes on. Per what? Per year. That you're putting your shoes on. What, can you get that down to with a shoe on? Hang on, I feel like my maths is wrong. Yeah, because that doesn't seem that bad, really. And also, two, like, not something... It's only should two be... minutes. It's two minutes a day, though. Just two minutes times 365. 730. That's correct. Okay, yeah. Fine. So, you can get one times on your eBay. Life. How much, what, are you saving, what are you saving by using the so, shoe like, on? Okay, so, so that's 12.1 hours. Let's say your, <laughs> your hourly rate is £10 an hour. You're saving £121 over a year of human man hours. Imagine how much profit potential you could generate but you don't put your time. shoes on instantly with a shoe on yeah we need to work out the saving time so maybe so let's say you save five seconds okay I think, I think you'd probably cut it down to a quarter yeah 25 you don't like getting your time. finger jammed in it yeah you save your thumb skin as well everyone wants a bit of nice thumb, thumb skin, thumb skin. i agree so ebay 70p free postage no man you don't want you or you could do what these two did which was the most beautiful gift I've ever received for my birthday they got me a proper weapon of a shoehorn like what is it probably 50 inches long and yeah. it's like cold rolled steel yeah, or something it's, it's lovely it's we also got cold. you some ham and you ate it, it was it it was parma ham parma ham haram haram and a green eggs and haram Thomas the Tank Engine card yeah 
that leads quite nicely into uh, two that I want to do, which are more, uh, I guess, friendship-based or conceptual-based. First one is tell your friends that you miss them. So this is something that I read in the Six Minute Diary, which you'll have heard me speak about a lot and is potentially an upcoming life hack on this episode, where it says your friends will appreciate you telling them that you're thinking of them. And so many times you'll think about someone that you care about, whether it be a friend or a family member, and you won't do anything about it. You're like, that is the lowest hanging fruit of a nice gesture. You, you send and receive shite messages on an hourly basis on your phone. Just when that happens, now whenever I get a pang of thinking about someone, I just tend to tell them. I try my best to go, thinking about you, man, hope you're good, or send a message to my mum or dad or ask how the dogs are. Like, And it's just, it's a nice little rule of thumb, the same way that some people have got like trigger numbers, like wherever they see the number 21, it reminds them to be mindful or whatever it might be. Mm. That's kind of the same thing for me. Um, and on the side of that is be the guy who organises stuff, or the girl who organises stuff for your friends. So I've got a lot of mates who complain that their friends never want to do things, like that they just doss around or they always just go to the pub or do whatever. Mm. And the power's in your hands to do this. And if you continue, like, I managed to get you two to go to Iceland. Yeah, you are definitely that person. Thin end of the wedge. Yeah, you don't need to do that. <laughs> we do. We so don't what, need... what Chris did... Um, we, we, so, so me and Chris were wanting to go to Iceland. Chris and I. Chris and I, I took the, I, I took the plunge. I was like, okay, it'll be a nice thing. I got the gyrus on the way, but, um, Johnny was like, oh no, I really can't afford to go to Iceland at the moment. It's going to be nine and a half thousand pounds for everything. And so Chris per thing. bought him Not for everything. per thing, yeah. bought him the plane ticket to Iceland. And then you're, you're the dick if you don't go. Cause that was, Cause in, someone's got you a plane that ticket. That was in Sterling. That, that was in Sterling. Sterling. So that was yeah. fine. But then that's the reason it's thin end of the wedge is because that's really just cranking the door open. But the real cost of Iceland is once you get there and you buy a ready meal from the supermarket and it's nine point five thousand pounds. <laughs> you can sense the. So Chris and I just lived off Domino's the whole time, we which did. was nine and a half thousand pounds per pizza. It was cheaper. It was Domino's cheaper. was like standard price, wasn't Domino's it? Domino's was. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Domino's franchise ended up being franchise. The, the most affordable thing. Like, you'd be better off just having Domino's for every There was week. a man who built his house out of them. It was cheaper than bricks. Oh, yeah, fine. Well, it would be. That's the thing. That, well, that's another life hack. Like, you, you're an idiot if you pay full price for Domino's because they've constantly got discounts. Two for cheese. And Pizza them. Express. Mm. We ordered, Pizza yeah. Express model, isn't it? We ordered uh, the protein a half a grand of Domino's to a staff induction a couple of weeks ago. That's a lot of Domino's with vouchers as well. Two for Tuesdays. <laughs> Good God. That, that would have like bust a shop. We had to do that. We had to ring them in advance. Mm. Well, like the day before and go just to let you know. Spread it over. FYI. You're about to have the mother load sent, sent you <laughs> away. Shove this like, right book, in your dough. But book, book Friday off as a holiday because tomorrow I'm hitting your <laughs> weekly revenue target. Damn right. Uh, Johnny. I'm never ready. You ca- catch me off guard every time. I know. I'm ready for the next time. Quick fire. Life hack. Oh, yeah. This is a biggie. It is. Self-monetize. Okay. So I heard an example of a guy who... Okay, so step back. If we assume that AI, machine learning, etc. is slowly taking over a lot of jobs. So let's say in 20 years' time, a good chunk of jobs that are have a fairly manual component to them 
will be largely automated. So you need to not wait until that's happening to go, oh shit, I'm unemployed. I need to find something else to do. There's an example of a guy who I heard in a podcast recently who used to work in the same area I used to work in. So he used to work for a big four accountancy firm. Saw this happening. He was like, literally they are hiring less people per year because of all this automation left and started selling a product online using online marketing, et cetera, of just how to get a job at one of these firms and earns more per year than when he was working there, which is a bit mm, meta. So ironic. Yeah. But like he just, the point, the point of self monetize is like everyone has a something that they could just coach or offer. Just start doing it as a side hobby. This is the guy from ClickFunnels, right? Not, not him. No, but that's, he does. that's one of the things that he says everyone's an expert in. Something. So, so if you want to get expert secrets, let us know. I'll send you a link. Speak to the guys. Um, that's a really good point. Mm. I like that a lot. I saw uh, some guy that I started following on Twitter the other day came up with an unbelievable side business that everyone could do. Search local businesses on Google or Facebook. When you view the page, look for the ones that say, is this your business? Claim it. Then call that business and say, you're not doing online marketing. Your competitors are taking your money away from you. Mm. Very easily learn online marketing and do their marketing for them. Yeah. There you go. There's yeah. probably a 20 grand a year business just the, in your back pocket. There are, there are so many things that like, so if you are a 20 something, you're all, like all 30 something, whatever, like you're fairly familiar with Facebook, social media, etc. There are so many business owners who are 50 something who have no interest in learning, weren't raised with that level of technology. And you can just provide a service online in your pajamas. And, Look, I'll teach you how to tweet face and tweet face. You can do it yourself. You book the whole thing. You book. And it's a, that is a side income that in some cases can eclipse what you currently are. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. So, it's like you, you probably have an expertise in at least two or three things mm. that you maybe not even consider you wouldn't even consider to be an expertise in like the guy on how to get a job at the company that he works at. That's not something that immediately comes to mind. It's like, mm. oh, hang on, I, I've i got a job here. So therefore I know how to get the job here. Exactly. So well, I can sell the- so we, we say when we're teaching PTs how to move online is just staying one chapter ahead of the people you're helping. So a, in the film Catch, Catch Me If You Can, he pretends to teach a class or he teaches a class by just reading one chapter ahead of where the class actually is for a whole term. And like, if you're, if you know a little bit about something more than someone else, you can help them. It's actually an expert. Where you, where you are. Exactly. And actually that person probably doesn't want someone who's 10 steps or 20 steps ahead because. They've lost touch. It's unrelatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So That's good, man. Don't wait until AI takes a job to get another income. Did you see, I did a tweet today. I think one of you guys replied to it about self-driving cars. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. So there was this this statistic that I was listening to about self-driving cars will save 1 million road deaths per year. And people Mm. are still arguing over which group of pedestrians it would hit if it was presented with this existential As as though humans make the optimal decision. That's the ridiculous thing. It's It's, it's like, and this, this is what I said. The perfect thing that I said on the message, the the tweet was we would sooner die of our own volition Mm. than live at the behest of a computer. Mm. Well, so the the other the response was um, people after September the eleventh, many people decided to drive interstate because they were afraid of September the eleventh happening again. Mm. Which, ironically, it's so unlikely that the same terrorist event is going to happen again. 
Because I mean, where do you think the most security is going to be immediately after an airplane incident? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and and terrorists mm. don't like they don't right, operate. Guys, like let's double down on the motorways. <laughs> I'm just convinced that the motorways are going to be where it's at. Look, John, John. Half the security on the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. So my life hack, on the note of you saying having a trigger number that reminds you to do something, is... So you can do digital or analogue. The digital version is an app on iPhone called Alarmed. So Alarm D. That just allows you to set... uh, And the the image is actually like a, a... little bit of string around someone's finger and that's what people used to do so you can wear a ring or you can wear a bracelet or something that also reminds you of that and every time you become aware of it or you notice it on your body Mm -hmm. or you set alarm to go off at certain intervals throughout the day Mm -hmm. you can do the the habit that you're looking to instill for me it's deeper breathing so i've got the deep breath and it makes a really unintrusive like and it's quiet enough sorry what does it do Right, it's nice. It's lovely. And so it doesn't vibrate or anything. It's just enough to for you to notice it. Other people won't even mm-hmm. clock Register. it. Register. And that's just, just you a way focus to... on breath. Yeah. That's a really nice way to do it. I might do that for uh, making sure that my posture and call. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. Alarmed. Very nice indeed. Um, what am I going to do? Okay, so Video Guy Dean will love the fact that he's got some partner footage for this. But I recently decided to purchase a pregnancy pillow. <laughs> so glad we congratulations yeah um, as you will see here and we're back oh thank god yeah no. awful when we go away it's just blackness yeah um, lose all sense like of being time dead how long have we been gone for uh, that's the thing I don't know we'll never know someone may have tampered with me it's I'm gone not sure. yeah it's gone for a so, moment we were gone uh, we were gone <laughs> Pregnancy pillow. It's essentially a huge U, well, as you've just seen in the footage, it's a big U-shaped bastard that lives in your bed. And as opposed to having a normal pillow and not not being able to support yourself when you roll over, if you're a slightly heavier guy, like we may be, um, it means I don't like, I like sleeping on my side, but I don't like folding over without support underneath. And I never really knew what I was missing until I had a pregnancy pillow. So being able to put something that's both between your legs and that your top arm can rest on takes so much of the pressure off, like chest already sat over a Mm. computer all day, opening up your scapula, opening up your back and closing off on your chest. And then you go to bed and mimic the same position. Mm. The idea as well, that by having your legs slightly apart, if you didn't have that, your spine sags because you've got your head elevated and then the rest of your body is down like that and then your legs are together so your spine is laterally sagging down whereas if you have your legs slightly apart it just straightens things up a bit and then if you do johnny's tip from life hacks 104 i think 105 was it 105 where you have in that position mm-hmm. you have the pillow like this don't wedged, forget don't, don't forget the towel roll there's gonna be a towel otherwise it doesn't uh, the towel roll inside wedged Gapping. between the gap here yeah imagine my hands a towel roll Imagine yeah. my hand's not my hand, it's a towel roll. This hand's my hand. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? Are you sure? Sitting, I'm sitting. What's this? That's my hand. This is a towel. Okay. And then if you can't, if you don't have a pregnancy pillow, just the, I mean, you need the, another, another pillow. I have a three pillow set up, unfortunately. Would you not consider a pregnancy pillow? I'm a bit worried about the heat. I'm well up for a pregnancy pillow, but it contravenes my estrogen experiment at the moment because it's made of polyurethane. <laughs> so. Can we. 
polyethylene. One of those. It's two. the it's the complexity of that sentence. Like I know, obviously, I know exactly what you mean. But I know what you mean. It's true, actually. That sentence but, it contravenes my estrogen experiment because yeah, yeah. like well, so there's another. What's your estrogen experiment? What happened? Prepayfitness.com forward slash estrogen. How do you spell estrogen? With an e. No, no. <laughs> let, let's do British estrogen. O O E. Estrogen. What happened when I lit some candles when we all came round to my house? I uh, cried. You got upset, didn't you? You right. got upset because it was going to ruin your experiment to try and improve your free testosterone. Is it uh, your free? Is it not the net? For me, it's my free. Is it well, that is the net, isn't it? Total and free. My total's normal. My free is subnormal. Um, so propane for estrogen and V taper. I'm just normal. I'm going to make those way. two links before this goes out. Your tots are on. My tots are on. Yeah. Through the roof. Who? So who just did one? You did. What did I do? Pregnancy pillow. Pregnancy pillow. So it's God. it's really nice. You can get one on Amazon. The link will be in the show notes below. Um, and it's like twenty quid for like a like a smaller one. I'm going to upgrade to the one that you sent me. That's nice, fifty quid. But yeah. it looks worth it. To yeah. Be honest. It's the problem with my one is I have a pregnancy pillow and then I need to put another one on top because it is thin on the it's too ground, thin. isn't it? It's so too thin. So need two pregnancy pillows. How would you? Who's the guy? Inch, who's the guy that did the? <laughs> Top deal. Who's Top. the Who's the guy that did the sleep? Thing? Kelly Surratt. Kelly Surratt was the one. Actually, that was LinkedIn Lifehacks One Five. Check that out. Um, and he did the sleep posture thing, right? How would you utilize a pregnancy pillow with that? Would you just go one arm under, one arm over? Yeah. And he talks about so either if you're lying on your back, pillow under the hamstrings. If you're lying inside, pillow between your legs. Yeah. Um, and then he has the sort of that display, which is kind of what a pregnancy pillow is already doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as long as you are not doing, so the, I think what he's trying to get away from is people go like this, mm-hmm. and then that you know that you're like sat on your shoulder, lying on your shoulder, or like that. Or like that. As soon or as you, as, I mean, even if you don't have a pregnancy pillow, you're not prepared to make the move. Your partner's going to say that what the fuck have you made this barrier between us in the bed for? Mm. You're not pregnant. You, you travel a lot, or yeah, whatever. It is. How do you, you know? You're not a woman. Yeah. You're pregnant. Why are your legs no, so long? Um, even if you're not prepared to do that, you can quite easily, like just getting used to slotting that bottom arm underneath a pillow and pushing the pillow in between yourself and your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like even just when you told me that, I was like, why have I not been... That, that's what I do currently because my pillow doesn't compress very much. Yep. But I'm going to go for the next stage and do the rolled up tile, I think, because... Nice. You sleep on the floor, good. though. I do sleep so, on the floor. So no, but I, 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 That sounds like I'm just... Uh, well, I know that what you wanted me to mention that as well. To the listeners at home, it'll be a joke that Yusuf sleeps on the floor. Ah, <laughs> Johnny and Chris made a funny exaggerating because he's an Arab. <laughs> actually, no, you actually do. I do, and I'm considering getting some wooden pallets. <clears throat> Just how because... long did we fight with you to try and oh, get you to get a bed? Weeks. And I you mean, could have had ninety it, days it times three when you bought your house to to when you moved in. Mm-hmm. So I've done four months now of sleeping on the floor. Um, Good. On a mattress topper. On a mattress topper, just to stop the joints from... Yeah, so I, I did it as a journalistic piece, and I'm writing an article, video about it. It's coming out soon on propanefitness.com forward slash sleeping on the floor. Um, I should call it forward slash floor. Floor, fine. <laughs> I, I love making these links on the fly, but it just means creating more work for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. So hold on, the links that you say don't exist. Not yet, but they will. Yeah, so they do. They do exist now. So okay, so net overall, are you gonna sleep on the floor forever? No. There have been some benefits, some downsides, but you'll have to see the article and the video to find out why. Nice. No spoilers. Like 
Mm. Europe. Man, you weren't ready. Because we get sucked in the direction. I don't matter we're going to be talking about sleeping. Johnny just got completely sucked off. He got sucked off in the direction. I said off, did I? I said sucked off in the direction. Which direction? (sighs) Bob, it was up. Um, Sucked out. So you know what, actually? I'm going to do give up coffee. Give up coffee. You're going to give up coffee or you're going to do giving up coffee? So I've already given up coffee within a month of it. Not anymore, anymore, you haven't. And you haven't even had your fit aid. I know. Which you I'm went, with. You nearly went Arabic with that there, for some reason. Because I was going to call it Fitty. All oh, right. Anyway. Fit, uh. <laughs> okay, so how much, coffee were you, how much coffee were you having before? Lots. How much, on average? Five cups a day. Uh, what, the, just yeah. flat teaspoons, big heap teaspoons? So I have an espresso machine, the little capsules. Yep. But like, so I'd have like two at home. Morning. And then sometimes like go out, maybe have two in a coffee shop. Lunchtime. Yeah, and the trouble is... It's reckless. Yeah. Well, that looking back, looking back now, it is reckless. What was it's funny interesting? How, like it, it resets not only your sensitivity to caffeine, but also your sense of like, whoa, that's loads of yeah. caffeine. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I was on holiday with my girlfriend. Ordered my second. So at breakfast, I ordered my second cafetiere. Right at breakfast, because I'm like, I used to have this. I may have even said it on this podcast. I used to have this attitude of like. Anyone who gives a coffee has just fucking got nothing to do. Like, go find me someone who drinks a lot of coffee. I'll show you someone who gets a lot done. They've got a big to-do list. Like, they're probably quite an ambitious Long person. Long penis. Big penis. Yeah. Massive deadlift. All those things. And, um, <laughs> Biggest veg press. And, uh, and so I just almost almost wore it as a badge of honour that I drank yeah, a lot of coffee. Sure. Yeah. And it, there's, a, there's a culture around that, certainly in the fitness industry, of like, you know, oh, how I feel on a Monday without coffee, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so she said, I bet you couldn't go without coffee for 30 days. And my immediate, like, fuck you, yes, I can, kicked in. And before I knew it, I'd committed to it. So the first thing <laughs> I did... You're like, mate tea. You know, <laughs> well, the well, first thing I did was uh, Amazon bought a... So I was like, right, I'm going to get really into tea. I bet tea's mint. <laughs> so I ordered, like, uh, yerba mate, pu'er tea, uh, sencha green tea. And I was making these concoctions and, like, this is, tastes awful. I'm trying to convince myself that it was that it was fine. Remembering that we're all sat in a WhatsApp chat, listening to Witnessing you and Jordan Ayres discuss the finer points of how to get off being on coffee and <laughs> drinking something that you hate. It's like it's, it's two addicts talking about how to like how to boil down methadone to make it like <laughs> so it's not methadone anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, the the weirdest thing about it was. I think because I had, I was still having some tea, so I was allowed any tea I wanted, um, just no coffee, so I couldn't have decaf. So it was trying to get myself away from seeing coffee as like Spooning my, my in default. Tea leaves and everything. Yeah, because <laughs> tea has more caffeine than coffee, apparently. But it's just that it's just that it doesn't can't diffuse properly. Yeah. Um, so I think I probably my caffeine intake went down from probably six hundred milligrams a day to less than hundred milligrams a day, and some days nothing mm-hmm. at all. For someone that doesn't know what 600 milligrams is, like it's not very much. A shot of espresso is roughly 60 to 80, yeah. usually 60. So otherwise known as pointless. A knocko, <laughs> a knocko is 140. Yeah, so that's that that's like a dose. that's a decent, like a nice starter dose. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm what, joking. What were the effects that 30 days of no caffeine elicited? Um, sleep. So I was expecting some sleep benefits, few headaches. But feeling a bit frustrated and generally underwhelmed, and underwhelmed, underwhelmed. Where's the underwhelm? I cannot find it. <laughs> Sleep was improved an unbelievable amount. So, like, I think we were recording a podcast, 
one evening after I'd been doing it for about a week and I was like, I can't keep my eyes open. Mm-hmm. It was like half nine, mm-hmm. um, falling asleep. So how long uh, does it take until you, you start, you just saw sleep improvements? It was almost, almost instant. You said it was a weekend that you, the, the, that we were doing a podcast, but just generally at like nine thirty, just. Oh, I see. So when you say sleep improvements, you mean you're tired at, in the nighttime? Tired, tired in the evening without <clears throat> having to like try and wind down. Because I think around the same time, I was going back onto coffee. You just, were, yeah. I, I, had, I had another two, I had like a two or three day, because I've been off coffee for a few years now, like cold turkey. <laughs> and I had a two or three days of like, I'm going to, you know, ease myself back into coffee. And just having one in the mornings, I never used to fall asleep during the day. And once I started doing that, I noticed that I, in the afternoon I was falling asleep. Have a slump. And I think it's because there's a, a carryover effect reducing my sleep quality in the nighttime subsequent yeah. to that. Mm. And then you're more tired during the day. And then you're having to just stumble your way into like having more coffees to keep yourself propped up. And then there was a time when you had a slightly too heaped teaspoon oh. of coffee. Heart rate just 100 the whole day. I, that was my... <laughs> you um, messaged me and Johnny just saying, guys... Had a heaped teaspoon of coffee this morning. Because that'll have been like still way under 100 milligrams of caffeine. Probably. They've gone from like 65 to 80 or something like that. Ruined so, me. So I... I've got the data to show for it as well. <laughs> I, I, I can include... I'll, I'll see if I can find the screenshot. So two, I've been back on coffee for two weeks. And I went... So the morning... <laughs> the morning of me having my first coffee... The day before, I realised that um, someone had stolen my data online. Oh. <laughs> so I started getting letters. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, right, okay, so I've got to deal with this. Um, but I was like, no bollocks, I'm going to the coffee shop. So I like delayed dealing with it. Went to Oosburn Coffee, if anyone's been there in nice Newcastle. Lovely. Um, ordered an AeroPress coffee. So this this used to be like bread and butter for me. Like this used to be just like whereas this was like the, you, you had to get the set. little axe out and <laughs> break the thing. And um, the so extremely productive morning, like almost painfully productive mm. morning. Mm-hmm. The next day had one, and I was like, right, want more of that. I had a second one, massive mistake, <laughs> oh. massive mistake. So we, you and I, were on a coaching call at the time, and I remember sitting there thinking. Like, I've literally overdone it here. And it, 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 you can't go back. There's nothing you can do. There's no do. undo button with coffee. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> and you feel it take you away and you're like, shit, this is going to be in my system for eight hours. Because that, that's but, the difference. Like, with heroin, if someone overdoses on heroin, you can give them naloxone, which is fantastic because it just instantly reverses it and people just come out of their slump and, like, they'll hate you for it because they'll, they'll have been having a nice time. That was their trip. Yeah, but... Caffeine, I feel like... No effects. You've just got to... Ride it, go through Ride the wave. So, as a, as a prop... And I, like, love coffee as well. So, I normally have no time for people who advise these sorts of things. Mm. Especially because you don't the likes like... likes of me. You don't <laughs> like coffee. <laughs> I had three decafs today, actually. Did you? People made me them. So right. It's like, right. But you you wouldn't, like, savour a, exactly. a nice coffee or buy, like, nice no, coffee beans. No. no. So... I am like that, was like that. So giving it was really difficult to do, but definite benefit. So now... What's one, your relationship with coffee now? I never thought I'd hear you say this. Like, I, I mm. feel like this This is a, uh, he's a, gonna a poster of Johnny. Soon, he's going to relapse Maybe I will. The, the real so. Johnny's tied up somewhere and this is like, this is the android that's like... <laughs> I think having seen the... Having seen the effect of having two coffees and realising that 
I had blunted that <laughs> is such a strong, like, fuck me. Like, I need to be careful with this stuff. Mm. So are you going to start using it strategically after the 30 days is up? The 30 days is gone. Right, okay. So yeah. back at it. Just at one in the morning. <clears throat> Fine. So this was actually in the... So George... We have a it, podcast about this. And like, we do. Johnny has a protocol on how to reset your coffee addiction without just going cold turkey. Because there is... not what I did. There is real caffeine withdrawal <laughs> effects. Like, you will get headaches and everything. And it's not psychogenic. It's like... It is pharmacologic effect of it. We, so. Weirdly, I actually found switching to tea easier than using decaf. Right, okay. But I think just because you aren't like having a shit version of something. You're like having... Well, decaf's zero caffeine, isn't it? Or is I think it, it still has some in. Trace. Okay. Yeah. But also like it's not as... Less than tea. If you like coffee... Yeah, it's less than tea. Okay. Yeah. If you like coffee, it's awful. It's just not as nice. It's just a knockoff version. But like right? experimenting with different teas and it is an interesting experience. And but so, also a complete waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did something called... I did a video of um, the standard fitness morning routine, which I like to call the anxiety cocktail, because mm. what people do is they'll get themselves out of bed. First thing they do, check the news feed on Instagram, um, check if they've got, uh, neurotically check if they've had any likes or anything, skip breakfast. Well, you want to externalise, you want to get outside of yourself as fast as possible, don't you? Yeah, First exactly. thing in the morning. So you, you want to sensitise yourself to other people's approval and, and make sure to prime your body for stress. So you, you do that. Then you skip breakfast, so make sure that you get yourself into the most sympathetic dominant glucagon dominant state that you can then you've got this cortisol awakening response you've got a natural surge of of stress hormones coming in peaking at around 45 minutes that's the perfect time to have a a big cup of coffee (laughs) so that so that when that starts to get absorbed it just doubles on that stress response you get all of that stuff and then you go sit over a computer hunched over and multitask and only look at things that are 30 centimeters away for the artificial light an artificial light, make sure to hammer that. And that is how And to... you don't turn your notifications off on your laptop. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. So having notifications coming in all the time, yeah. making you flip between tasks. And that is how to engineer anxiety in yourself. And, um, I, I mean, check out the videos on our Instagram. But I look at the... You looked at the uh, rate of anxiety searches on Google from 2004 to now, and it's doubled. And we wonder why. Mm. I did a, an interview today with Recovery for Life, which is a substance abuse and mental health facility in Newcastle. They help people out of substance. They don't give them <laughs> mental health yeah. problems and substance abuse addictions. Right, yeah. That would be awful. It would be a poor business model. It's like the hate crime charity that funds hate crimes. <laughs> <laughs> rapist for a therapist. Like no. All right, okay. <laughs> rape- awful charity. <laughs> What was that thing oh, that yeah, I sent the, you? The, the strength therapist. Strength therapist. <laughs> the strength just... therapist. Like the paediatrician that got a brick thrown through his window. It was off people that read the sun though, wasn't it? Terrible. Uh, have you done, is that, that's not your one. No. What's uh, your one? Mine is, and Jet, Shell, BP are all going to be upset at me for this because it's not really safe. And I, this is a life like Making hack. your own fuel, are you? No, no. The, <laughs> this is a life I wouldn't be surprised that, that I do. Importing it from Yemen. Yeah, I'm not saying... I mean, it, it's certainly... The Yemeni fuel is... The, it, it's against the regulations of these places, and it? it's just what I do. I'm not saying you should. But when it's a cold day, and you want to fill up your car with petrol, or when I want to fill up my car with petrol, I put the thing in, take the cap, squeeze it underneath the handle, and then get back in the car. And then the petrol... Hands-free will, filling. Hands-free. It'll fill up, and it'll stop on its own account... You can then get back out, 
You know where you want to go? Unhook it. Any city centre shell between the hours of 12 and 5 on a weekday. Is there a dude doing it? Four court. Um, really? Attendant, yeah. Just, How much do you want, mate? I just don't care. Fill her up. You know what I have really changed my opinion of? The frequency of filling my car. Full tank so, of gas. Are you going full tank of gas? Yeah, yes, kidding. Did you board for Williams? So, so there's an interesting story. <laughs> did we argue about this on one of the earlier life hacks? Fucking I right, like did, did we? The, the story of why is that I got started on a petrol station. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to minimise the number of times. So I got started on in my local petrol station. Oh, I remember about what that. What happened? Yeah. I'm so, okay, so, Who by? I don't have no idea. Like, started I'm really... Such a like. I'll explain. <laughs> so, the the way the format of the petrol station is ridiculous. So format. There's, a, there's a, a mini Tesco, and the pumps are just off the road. So you come off the road and you're immediately mm-hmm, in a mm-hmm, pump. Mm-hmm. So that means that the queues for the pump on the road move out onto the road. So I had filled up. This was like five thirty. Going into the, um, walking into the Tesco, and as I'm doing that, a guy's like hammering his horn parked behind me turn around and there's a guy like gesturing and I just went like that like <laughs> I don't know what you mean you know fuck off <laughs> I'm just gonna move my petrol walked in so I was with my girlfriend at the time she filled up at a separate pump also had shit from someone separate what? Both, both walked in I know ridiculous both walked in and I'm standing in the queue and this guy just runs into oh, into Tesco you fucking who the fuck do you think you are? And I was like, and I just remember it must have looked really weird to him because <laughs> I I didn't <laughs> I was just confused. I was like, <laughs> and the, <laughs> the, the problem is Johnny, you you have very irreverent body language, <laughs> and, and so I think and unintentionally it's people casual, like casual. It's casual, casual to say the least. Yeah. I'm very <clears throat> confrontational, accidentally. So yeah, so people mm. either see you as unapproachable or mm. aggressive, a- escalating the yeah. situation. So didn't mean. So there was just, I'm sure there was just so pure confusion said, going on. He said, head. "What the fuck are you doing? <clears throat> so Who do you think you are?" He he said, "Why didn't you move out and or what and start shouting this?" And I said, "Because that's not what people do at a petrol station." <laughs> Wait, so which, that doesn't help things either. No. <laughs> But so there's a there was a security guard this I mean, whole time. The same, like, he did nothing, absolutely nothing. So I'm I'm still queuing <laughs> while this guy is just on the other side of the like tiny barrier mm. that exists in to, to order queues, and he saw that as being a glass wall that he couldn't go past. So he's like getting like really, good. but standing still, sort of a meter away from me, and I'm trying to ignore him. <laughs> Get to the front of the queue. Go to the the guy. Pump number. It's the same law that governs please. when you have a ninja film. There's two people fighting in the middle of a circle, and everyone around the outside is like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're not. Yeah. No one's helping. Yeah. And the, and the guy behind the till was like, "Calm down, mate. Calm down. Don't do anything." I was like, "It's okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not about to fight that man." <laughs> like, Why is telling you to calm down? I just down? want to go home, <laughs> put my socks on. And uh, and I, so I, I, I then left. Started walking out and, and Becca's like just shell shocked by the whole thing. So she ran after her car and I was kind of like looking over my shoulder and the guy again, like followed me, but stayed a distance behind. And then I just got in my car and drove off. Aren't people was bizarre? Like, it was all because you didn't move so away he, from the- He feels, he felt like I should have filled up and then moved my car forward into space. I've yeah. never seen anyone do that. That would have 
blocked someone else coming around mm-hmm. and it would have been mayhem. Mm-hmm. But so what, what I think he got annoyed about was me doing that. But all I was trying to say was like, I, I don't, don't know what the fuck you're doing. If you've got something to say, get out of the car. Well, that's what he did. But then he didn't say <laughs> what he, like only after the fact did he like, not, excuse me, would you mind? But like, you want to say, mate, there is a queue. There is a fixed rate of processing here. You're going to have to wait the same amount of time. Do you remember when... Uh, but anyway, so now I fill up my now I fill up my car. Nice. Do you remember when that guy got upset because I got near his beer in Nando's? I remember. Yeah. We, your reaction was, was very good to that, I thought. Because the guy... I can't remember what he said to you. So I was walking down a set of steps in Nando's. Uh, we'd been for food. And this guy was sat down with his family at like three in the afternoon on a Saturday having a beer. Like as you do when you're a dad with your daughter. <laughs> and I, we went down and I was the closest to the table as you walk in tandem. You weren't lurching over the table. I was though, like, at least yeah, you, two feet. I was at least two feet away from his beer. Right. And as I walked past, he said, watch it, mate. And I turned around and looked at him as he sat down. And just looked. He said, you, you nearly hit me beer? I just went, oh. <laughs> and walked off. Yeah, okay, or something. Yeah. Oh. Um, right, what was the life hack out of that? Fill up your car with the Phil- full... No, that, was, that wasn't even a life hack. It was you. Uh, so I am oh, going, yeah. Yeah. going to do... So you when you go... No, you said one, didn't you? You just did one. Oh, so you, what, so you've gone... No, I see, that, that was just... That wasn't, yeah, yeah. This is what happens. This is why I don't have a life hack ready. Yeah, I see. What, what, I'm, okay, I'm about, I'm about to go <laughs> now, right? I'm about to Me go now. MC. I'm going to... Video Guy Dean can compare. VMD. I'm going to go now, and then you're going to go. <laughs> you're going to go after me, okay? Got it. So how warm this forearm is. Oh, this is a problem. Have a go. That's what happens when there's lots of fluid rushing around. It's the, it's the high pressure, isn't it? Yeah, turgid. I think if I squeeze enough, it will pop. That's not because you've got good grip strength as well. Probably not enough to pop that. Okay. So uh, when you go away on holiday, especially if you're going away on a party holiday abroad, the best way. That's how you party, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The best way to make sure that your luggage is not wasteful and also to remove any That's torment from two one. liters of shampoo. I'm so glad you raised it. <laughs> and to get it confiscated by the Scottish um, woman at the, ch- at the checkout, you can't then, take that. then woo her into letting you take it. But then on the way back, get stopped by some angry German woman at the airport who won't let you take Chris it. tried to take four kilos of Tresemme shampoo to Iceland. For a three-day trip. Well, it was the only size I had. Fair enough. I had I mean, nothing to decant it It into. was all brand new, unopened. I didn't have any shampoo. It was an awkward time of batching and I was bulk buying. Anyway. What was, what was more awkward was the shower. It smelled like eggs, didn't it, in Iceland? And you had to kneel down. You did have to kneel down. Well, you had to you had to lie, didn't you? You were just flat. <laughs> I had to lie and just douse myself in bathtub. egg warm water. <laughs> water. So when you're going away... kilos of Tresemme shampoo to make it better. <laughs> when you are going away on holiday, plan your outfits for the nighttime in advance. Ideally, if you can plan the daytime as well. But rather than just arbitrarily throwing volumes of clothes, underwear, socks, trousers, etc., so, perfect example of this, we went away to Vegas for my business partner, Stag Do. I was rooming with a guy. The guy who I was rooming with planned his outfit for night one, night two, night three, and night four in advance, including accessories, so a handkerchief or a tie, a shirt, cufflinks, whatever he needed. And then he got there, 
laid them out, first one, second one, third one, fourth one. On an evening time, he knew exactly what he was going to wear, first advantage, which is huge because you don't actually, you've outsourced the decision-making, not only to a time when you've got a little bit more awareness, but also to one where you're not on fucking holiday, supposed to be enjoying yourself. Mm. And then secondly, he had no wastage of clothes. Everything got worn. Nothing got wasted. And that was it. Mm. Like, it is, it's an unbelievable tactic. And I I can't believe, I guess, I bet that girls do it. Actually, no, I bet that girls girls just pack fucking loads of stuff, Mm. don't they? So I try and do it, but I, what I'm, what's happened to me a couple of times is, um, something's got dirty or like something's happened and then suddenly the whole thing's out of sorts. Throw it into disarray. You know what you need? Yeah. Uh, you yeah. need you need two neutral pieces of buffer clothing. <laughs> yep. You do. Pale blue shirt, pair like of blue jeans. Floating t-shirts that could be used. A yep. yep. couple of pairs of pants, spare pants, a couple of pairs of spare socks and that's it. But like the key bits, like you, if you if you get your blazer dirty, like whatever, go, go in your shirt. You'll be fine. Go topless. Uh, go topless, yeah. Get your top off. Topless. Topless. Taps off. Right. Is it me? Yeah. You weren't ready. Can't no. leave without you. <laughs> Thanks for Keep doing it. Um, oh, my leg feels like a turkey breast. One all. Okay. Spend time by yourself. Ooh, nice. It's funny because there are people that spend the only time they spend by themselves is when they're physically asleep. Yeah, like probably with a partner next to them. Mm. Mm. So spend time by yourself. Do you mean spend time alone with your own thoughts? Because you can be by yourself in a car driving, but listening listen to, to the radio or yeah, a podcast that's a good, that's a or reading. So yeah, I think with well, being quiet, on your own on your phone talking to people is still not by yourself. Good point. It? Also, yeah. So. For for people who are kind of interested in self development, it's probably that it's probably meditation. It's a good way of you are completely by yourself at that point, and all that exists is is you and your thoughts. But I think just trying to take time away from constantly trying to impress other people. You know, I'm thinking of the standard kind of nine to five worker life because mm-hmm. um, I just think you can stimulus you you things build up in you and are left unchecked. Especially if you work with people because mm. then you're sat in other people's energy field constantly yeah. um, with a crowd of people and you accumulate emotional fatigue as well where if you're in a customer facing or even if you're not, but particularly customer facing or client facing service delivery type jobs, you have to maintain this kind of saccharine smile all the time or a professional face that wears you down over time. And then by the end of the day, that has to be shaken off and it can only really be done when discharge with yourself for some time. And it's, it's the reason why like, you know, you have the the standard, someone comes home after a a hard day at work or a day working where they have to talk to people and the partner's like, Oh, how's it going? You're like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Leave me alone. And they're the last person that you want to vent on. So it's, it's one, something I get a benefit I get from the gym, even though I get criticized that I'm not very social. Like I quite like, it's just like, me a difficult task. My thoughts. It's not complicated. Like why but you do have you. You do. Mm-hmm. You do have your phone. I do have my phone. I do. That's so for me to upgrade that the gym Don't experience. Take my phone. Yeah, leave the phone behind. Mm-hmm. Use if you need to track your lifts. Use a whiteboard if you're at a proper good gym. Or mm. I still haven't done that. That was Life Hacks 101, and I still need to put your phone away. Man. Well, when you, you give up your phone, and you get the iPod Shuffle. Yeah. yeah, I think I'll I'll need to replace it with another. So one of the problems is is using, it. obviously, a modern phone for a lot of people is their music, 
Bluetooth where headphones. They, where they take notes. Sat nav. Yeah, it's <laughs> loads, Bluetooth, loads of Bluetooth, Bluetooth headphones fixes the music problem. Mm. Notepad and pen fixes track and lift. Mm. Mm. Fine. Fine. I, I, so the time alone thing I like. Mm. You've said a model for people who maybe aren't doing as much introspective work. Mm. But then moving forward, if I, as we've mentioned this before, I can't remember where, if you were told to go and sit in a room for 30 minutes on your own and you couldn't meditate mm. with nothing, nothing to do, no stimulus, mm. I would say, even for me as an only child who spends the vast majority of his time on his own, that would be pretty testing. So that, you know, moment. Yeah. You know, the pro version of moment that you, I don't think, did I you have it? You did. So on the phone boot camp thing of that, that mm-hmm. was one of the tasks mm-hmm. and I ended up doing it. Did you? 30 yeah. minutes in a room without meditating? Not just sit in, on a chair. What happened? You just sit and think. Like you just... What do you think about it? You do it in the house. Yeah. Is it annoying to be lost in thought when you spend a lot of time sat on your own in silence trying to not be lost in thought when you meditate? I don't... I'd, so at the time, I didn't give it that much thought, weirdly. I was like, I'm just going to go sit there for half an hour. It's not that long. <laughs> Becca comes in, what are you doing? She's used to it now. Like, <laughs> weird shit that I do. So, like... Um, Were you facing the wall as well, facing the corner? So it's just... I was just sat. I think I... Yeah, just sat, looking at the ceiling. Fair enough. Well, I like Interesting that. test. Spend, mm-hmm. some t- spend some time. I mean, you can double this up. There's so much low-hanging fruit for stuff like this. You can double it up with going in nature. Mm. Like, uh, add, add that on top. Go bare feet. Yeah, go time on grass. in nature... Bare feet. Lovely. That's so much low-hanging fruit I, so from one we've thing. We've been right? through this. I have no attraction to the nature thing. Oh, man. It blows my I mind. don't know why. So Apart from the beach, I like the beach. Every every morning and every evening now, I'm doing probably maybe between two and five minutes of just standing outside and just, <laughs> even if it's rain, even if it's been, it's been absolutely pouring down before, first thing in the morning, go outside and uh, stand in the rain. So I just, should say for, for those who want some kind of reason to do this that mm-hmm. there are physiological benefits to being at the beach breathing the um the the, the, so the negative ions that are released from the salt in the sea or from some kind of pheromone like compound that trees release so if you go into nature around lots of greenery they have some kind of uh, tranquilizing effect you also looked you did a meta-analysis on earthing yeah i, I mean to call it a meta-analysis is a bit of a a stretch, but yeah, I I looked at a lot of the research on on, stuff. on grounding, yeah, and that that does as hippy dippy as it sounds have some standing on grass and bare feet. So I'm, I think like the main thing, ivory cortisol. The main thing for me, aside from believing any of the woo woo stuff, is I just like to be outside for a little bit, first thing in the morning, first and last thing at night after a shower, hot shower, and then outside. At the moment, it's really cold, but for some reason, just being able to look up at the sky, see the stars, see the moon feel the wind broadly it's really really grounding and it's mm-hmm. very present because you you're forced to with zero distractions you're forced to only experience the sensations which are occurring then and there so it's quite a nice i think what thinking about it <clears throat> i think what has pissed me off about the whole thing is a business coach that told me to do it yeah isn't it horrible that people can spoil can, things yeah. like that like Aubrey, <laughs> yes. Aubrey Marcus, i would love to try bone broth Mm, but he's just annoyed you. Aubrey letting his bird get blasted all over by her boyfriend. Blasted. <laughs> Flying off re- to te- Texas to get pasted by some fucking I would fucking recommend jock. salt and water. Salt and lemon and water. 
in the morning. Yeah. We have an over says it. Give it a shot. His wife's getting But he also talks about destroyed by some twenty one year old. Yeah. But you, you don't know what he's up to. Listen, Aubrey, he's in hospital with a half a face. Oh, is he? What's he done? Crashed his car. Got half a face. Unfortunate. Still went to Burning Man, though, didn't he? Go on, Aubrey. Right, let's go on. So, in last Life Hacks episode... 105. We covered Toby, which is a Chrome extension that allows you to put a bunch of stuff... It sounds lame, but it to put a bunch of different things into like, so you can have a reading queue, a listening queue, a watching queue. And so it allows you to capture things that people send you and arrange them in a certain way. It's a very clever bookmark manager. Very, yeah, really, really good for that. And it allows you to have one across the top that's like frequently visited websites. And also you can save sessions. So if you have multiple sessions open, multiple tabs open, you want to resume that later, you can save it all down and call it the name of a certain project. So Mm -hmm. you can have... Like, if you're working on a project for one thing and that requires four websites to be open, you can save it on there and so on. So that's Toby. It's only available on Chrome. There isn't a phone equivalent. And so I needed something that allows me, when I don't have my laptop and I want to work through the queue of articles that you guys have sent me, um, (laughs) and I want to read them to be able to quickly access them without thinking, oh, where was it? Scroll back through the messages or any, any of that nonsense and just be able to quickly resume that. So I use Pocket for that. There is an equivalent app called Instapaper. Now, Pocket is great, but they updated it last week to include a text-to-speech function. Ooh. I thought it already had that. So, um, so they've made it more natural-sounding now. Right. Before it was like a mental so they'll, voice. It'll speak a web page at you. Yeah, yeah but with a, with, a, with a sort of Siri-like voice, so it's, it's, it's a bit more natural. So now I'm able to read articles that people have sent me on the drive to work in the morning that's cool read listen listen yeah which is it's pocket incredible. there is a paid version but what's the upgrade what'd you get you get to, no you get more than three highlights per article um mm. and no ads yeah i but remember the reading into pocket because i had when i was doing lots of commuting i remember thinking i wish i could read articles so i wish i could have them read to me yeah I'd, I'd get it now because it's um so there's a mac version and a phone version they synchronize oh it, it might even mean that oh, like, if you haven't cool. got toby or pocket yet start with just pocket see if you can expand out yeah. i love toby it's well, you so know what good. i'd love to know Lovely. whether lots of other people have that need Capture. I think the mm. only reason that you would have capture that need for is, articles and things I, to I, read later. The, the only reason that you would have that need is if you like to read stuff. Like if you're not first off, if you're not getting sent or find, discovering it a lot yourself, and then secondly, if you're not actually bothered about reading it. Mm. If loads of your friends send you shit that you that you don't care about, not a problem. <laughs> yeah. If, if your friend sends you something, you just delete. Yeah. Yeah. It's, delete the friend. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Remove the friend. I think what I normally do when people send me stuff, if it's an article. Is I'll skim skim it, but it like books or podcasts. I'll do the full thing, and so I have a process that is audible and mm. podcasts. But articles, I tend to find so you have capture and process. Yeah, so I have a on wonder list. I have a I have a reading list and a listening list. Uh, okay, for for those two things, uh, that's a good one. Let's go. So I'm going to go with six minute diary because. Johnny, you have recently... Still doing it. Did it, did it today. Still going, man. So, Six Minute Diary, anyone who's been listening for a little while will have heard me bring this up before. It is a daily journal, three minutes in the morning, three minutes in the evening, prompted questions that are... They're geared towards 
things that science says makes you happier. So gratitude, um, long-term goals instantiated into daily habits and uh, looking for areas of improvement. That's broadly where it works from. Before you start it, there's a 60-page buy-in, which for anyone who does CrossFit will know what that is. It's uh, a moderately large hurdle because it's small text and big pages. It's a lot of reading. Mm. Take It'll take you a few days to get through the 60 pages, depending on your reading speed. And it's there's like 40 references, I think, in that. So it's very impressive. The It's not just someone hasn't just put together some some space for you to write some gratitude and good deeds and stuff. There's a lot of thinking behind the book. The quotes that are done every day yeah. are pretty... You know what I think is the best part about it for me is the weekly questions. Oh, they're awesome. Mm. So yeah, every um, every day you do three minutes in the morning, three minutes in the evening. <clears throat> Some days it takes a little longer, obviously. But um, broadly, I think that's probably not far off how long it takes. Yeah. And it encourages you, uh, Susanna Hallinan, the What Science May Take... What Science Says Makes You Happier podcast that I did with her. On that, she said that gratitude is the foundation for happiness. And this is a really good tool to develop. Doing some gratitude. I've never once kept up with a journal before, but I have done with the Six Minute Diary. And yeah, every week there are some fairly probing questions that force you to do some introspective work. So if you've never actually got round to doing any self-inquiry, and some introspective stuff. I think this is a really good place to start. If you think, oh, well, meditation might be a bit woo-woo for me, or you struggle to slow yourself down a little bit, I think it's a first step into introspective work. It's £19 mm. on Amazon. It'll be, it's, on, it's got Amazon Prime, and it's fantastic. So I bought one for my sister. No she, she bought one for two of her friends. Are you kidding? Yeah. Since you got yours? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I think it's it's... What I like about it is... Um, for me to sit and explain to someone like I think you should be doing some introspection and try gratitude and it's it's like they don't listen yep. if you just buy them something it's a nice gift and they it, that intro takes it takes them through it takes them through the benefits mm-hmm. and it's so low commitment yeah it's um, a good it's a good it, it does tick a lot of boxes because it's the right price point for a good present for someone like yeah. 20 quid is a good good price point to get someone a present it's a low investment in yourself. It lasts for five months and they've just released the six minute diary pure. Which is like a, it's the seven month one. So between the first one that you get with the intro bit and the second one, you get full 12 months Right. between the two, but you don't need the buy-in again on the second so one. Thin- so, yeah. Got it. No, same thing, but you've oh, got but, two uh, months extra. Uh, Those 60 pages are taken up with two got months. It. Of course. And, um, yeah, I, I, Honestly, could not recommend the it more. The thing that I've still not done that I really want to do is the bit, the, I think the first task they tell you to do is send, there are loads of services that you can do to send an email and it'll send it back to you. Future me. To you. Yeah. yeah. So it says like, send an email to yourself in five months time of like stuff you're worrying about, what where you think that'll, where you'll be. Mine came through to me. I sent one about five, six years ago. Oh my God. And, and it came through to me the other month. I forgot what it said. I think it was <laughs> nothing, nothing very profound then. <laughs> no, it, 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 I think it was like the struggles that I had at the time and <clears throat> all that stuff. And I looked back and I was like, really? Yeah, which was nice. Pussy. So have you sent, have you sent another one? <laughs> no, I should do. should do it. We should all do it. Mm. Fine. That'd be and a good so task to you. do. And so should you indeed. Um, um, so, Johnny, you're up next. Should we do one more round each? Or have you got some, you got a couple of quick ones if you want to do I haven't got any quick ones. I've got loads of quick ones. Um, so this is a, this is a bit, a bit nasty. But um, oh dear. 
so it's related to some of the stuff that I've been considering with the weekly questions in um, the six minute diary. Mm-hmm. Um, but just so in, in keeping with the idea that everyone is caught up in the sort of the struggle for happiness and feeling better, earning more, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, asking yourself very probing questions to try and just check that you're on the right path for you and you're making decisions that are right for you. So things like, um, uh, like if I die tomorrow, would I be happy with how my life has been so far? Do I feel like I'm making the right decisions? Do I feel like I'm setting good examples for other people? When am I truly happy? When am I truly sad? Um, where am I sedating to try and get away from the critical questions or the critical things that are really bothering me? And that, that it's linked to spending time alone and thinking about these things. Cause I, I think that stuff, people talk about self-development mm. and think that that means that they should start reading or that they should start meditating, but actually just sitting and thinking about those questions that are often very difficult to, to think about. Like, am I actually happy with how my life is now? Like, do I spend good chunks of my time in a good mood or in a bad mood? Who is it that promotes those things? Who is it that, that worsens those things? The, the clue's in the name, right? Self-development. It's an inquiry of the yeah. self. But it's that stuff's not an app and it's not trendy and it's really shit to well, sit and go the, the about page of the New Modern Wisdom website, which will be up at some point, is said in that, um, introspective work is an ugly business. And for every one rock that you turn over, which is clean underneath, there's 20, which mm. are filthy and something terrifying is hiding below. <laughs> and you're like, that's exactly, that's the, that's the accurate proportion as well. Yeah. If you do a little yeah. bit of self-inquiry and nothing comes up, you're like, bloody hell. And all that you can be certain of is that the next 19 mm-hmm. are going to be mm. fucking shit. So, so related to that, um, asking yourself, like, why am I posting on social media? Why am I drinking? Why am I bitching about this person? And just mm. sitting and thinking. Because there's always like a, you know, everyone's experienced like hear the, the, hear the, the real why behind something. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, I think there's a, a tendency for, I don't want to think about that because it's uncomfortable. So I'll just do this other thing instead. Is there a guiding principle or a guiding mantra that people can use to bring themselves back to finding the truth and to avoid hiding or to avoid taking the first easy answer that comes to mind when they ask themselves those questions. That's maybe your worry. Yeah, so <clears throat> one one way to really leverage the power of the unconscious mind. The unconscious mind is simply every thought that you are not looking at right now. It's not some mysterious thing. <clears throat> 95, 95% of our actions every day are just driven are done by that. Unconscious. So the, there are deeper levels below that, which maybe we're not aware of until we start to <clears throat> do... <clears throat> so we start to do more digging deep. But the unconscious mind is very good at pulling together lots of cross-correlations of unrelated stuff and processing large volumes of data while you're not paying attention to it. That The brain's always kind of just sifting things over and dealing with that. So if you ask yourself a question that you're not immediately sure of the answer of, you could ask yourself before bed, mull it over for a while, hold it in your consciousness, and then drop it and go to sleep. And then just sleeping and allowing it to process on its own, but with the conscious running intention to answer it, will then start to bring up more and more answers. And you'll have definitely experienced this where you'll have had a problem that you just didn't think about for a while. A few days later, the answer pops into your head because it's just been processing in the background. Or you read a book and then actually 
concepts from the book start to make a bit more sense after you've had a couple of nights sleep and it comes Crazy. together again. Greg, what's his name? Potter. Talked about this. Greg Potter talked about this as well. Mm-hmm. Same concept. Nice so one. ask before bed, especially the probing ones and the, the ones that may be un- uncomfortable to answer. I mean, a, a if lot you want to double down on that as well, you can like start taking a, a dream journal and in the mornings, don't move. Like when, once you wake up, I know it's hard to remember to do this, but just stay in the same position and try and verbally recall as much of your dream as you had, as you can. And then do that for a few days. Once you've done that, you get into the habit of teaching your brain to remember your dreams, write them down. And sometimes symbols do come up in dreams and they're usually quite obvious. Is dream symbology, is there much research behind that? Not not the like, so some people have gone full woo-woo and taken like, if you see a spider, it means this. And if you see cabbage, it means that. But like... <laughs> I think ultimately you, you will be aware enough of that if you write it down and give it a few hours. And you, know what's, you know what's really painful as someone who first off tries to promote reduction in tech use and secondly is working hard on it on his own. I have a lot of dreams that are me on my phone. Really? That you write on your phone? That I am on my oh, phone. Oh, man. Which is like being tortured while you're asleep. That's my equivalent <laughs> of being tortured while I'm asleep. So um, a way to lucid dream is to like check your phone or your watch, look away and then look back. And if the numbers are scrambled or they're different. Finger three hand. Finger three hand, yeah. But then if you're so good at I'm looking at your check. phone and your dream that actually it, you can have a full WhatsApp group chat. Well, that's exactly what it is. Then that's... That's like the the by, bypass thing for the breaths that I've managed to do with meditation. You fall into automatic thinking and you... Well, I'd be able to get to... I'd, I think I'd definitely, given a full day, be able to get to a thousand. So there's a way I found around that. Okay. So what I've started doing is start at the bottom of my left nostril, right? So this, I mean, this, 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 this is like Crayola meditation, <laughs> so forgive me. So breath focus on just the bottom of my left nostril, 20 breaths. And then I move slightly around my left nostril mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I change when I count the breath. So it might be like one, two. To keep yourself aware. Or one. But you've got a massive PB on I did. breath. Two, six, yeah. to four. 284. 284. Yeah. Um, but so then every 20 breaths, you move the location mm-hmm. and just change when you, when you note the breath. Halfway so like, through. Like breath one. Are you doing one, Two. one? In and out is one breath. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And what's so weird is I can move all the way around my nostril and it's laser focus on my left nostril. And I'm like, so aware of my left nostril. Switching my right nostril isn't close to impossible. <laughs> cause I'm like, cause I'm like, no, no, that was my left. Last summer left. <laughs> and a bit of right, bit of right, bit of right. Well, the I've got it. I'm the right, right hemisphere right. of your brain is responsible for viewing and sensing everything on the left hand side of your body. Right, and the other way, and the left hemisphere is responsible for that. It, and the left and right are also responsible for different thought patterns, different things. So I wonder if perhaps the left side of your brain is struggling a little bit more with the it, mindfulness. So what it feels like is just because by the time I change nostrils, it's like. 150 breaths mm-hmm. of just all I've been thinking about for like 15 minutes nostril. is just this nostril and it feels like changing is quite challenging yeah. but it's the big old that, wall to get over <laughs> the thing that Yusuf said after his retreat of like people getting really caught up in the complexities of meditation and the guy just kept saying focus on your fucking just breath tip of your nose the, yeah the teacher was very good at like for five days <laughs> Um, there's there's the daily meeting with the teacher and everyone gets to go up and speak to him for five minutes and and people all have these like little stories about like and the only practice you have in the first five days is is 
focus on this part <laughs> and, and breathe. That's all and you do for 10 hours a day. Like, oh, well, I'm experiencing this thing and I'm struggling with here and I'm getting this tingling sensation. And he'd be like, just focus on the breath. <laughs> Keep your attention on the nose, on the inhale and on the exhale and between the breaths. You have three jobs. That's <laughs> <laughs> a man who's done it before. Isn't yeah, it? sick to death. What did what did what did maybe twenty say? Maybe twenty didn't say anything. Of course he not. So, so, so he, whenever he was called up, he'd be like, <laughs> "I love maybe maybe twenty. Maybe twenty. He, he was deep. In, yeah. For anyone who uh, doesn't know the story about when Yusuf went away on a meditation retreat, he sat down opposite an Indian man, a man so, of yeah, Indian heritage. On the first day before they put down the noble silence, mm-hmm. um, and there was a there was an Indian man in a um, skirt, and I was like, "Hi, um, is this your first retreat?" And he was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, oh, "Okay, have you been on any before?" And he was like, "Maybe 20 I'm like. Wow, this guy. <laughs> maybe 20, man. I want to be friends with him. Bearing in mind, yeah, can we find every... him on Twitter? At maybe he 20. You won't have Twitter, Chris. <laughs> Think about it. At maybe 20. If he has. Because <laughs> he has to change it all the time. We better yeah. get him now. He's maybe 21 now, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he must be. <laughs> Bearing in mind that every retreat's 100 hours, and this man's done 20. At maybe 20. Yeah, Is there like... someone called at maybe 20 on it on the Twitter, dude? <laughs> Spent at least. At least well, seven or eight maybe months. Maybe Well, he's on 21 now. Assuming he has no practice outside of meditation retreats, which is very unlikely. Oh, yeah, true. Maybe 20. Seven or eight months of so, you know, time of detention. Because this, the reason that I count my breaths, I'm derailing this, but the reason I count my breaths is because your podcast with Daniel Ingram. Uh, I still need to listen to this. You said, just like, podcast. give me a, which is what I was like, you said, just for fuck's sake. Program it. Ask him, like, what? how do I start with meditation? And he was just saying... If you just sit for 20 minutes and you're kind of like vaguely focused, like that's an okay session. If you get to 100 breaths, good session. Try and get to 1,000. Just use it as a way of measuring. Pro- and it's It just makes sense to me. It's how I do everything else in my life. Sets and reps. And it's very transparent, very measurable. Have you tried the one where you do, this is what I've done, and this is a headspace one. Breathe in and out for one, up to 10. Hands in the arms. Down. Resting. To the legs. Um. Count to ten, and then stop the focus on the breath, completely quiet the mind, completely blank the mind, Mm. and allow all thoughts to just be reflections in the pool. So you're not actually focusing on anything. And that's a really good one, because that's as much silence as you can get without attaching yourself. Because when you're focusing on the breath, you are still focusing on the thought of, Mm. this is the sensation, this is the number. So it doesn't feel like that. Because it, it's sensation, sensation, and it's almost like thought. Gone. Sensation, 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 thought. No, fuck off. Gone. But without, <laughs> without, um, without the sensation at all is what this next bit was. It was, it was interesting. I feel like we're getting... <coughs> Can you focus on nothing? It's, is this floodlight versus spotlight here? The, there's, there's a third... So you... I don't know if we want to get into this, but yeah. Spot, spotlight is you have an object of meditation and you're focusing on that. Floodlight is that you have open focus and you are you are the point of awareness that anything is going through. Any sensation, you, awareness. that's yeah. what you focus on. Um, so floodlight, there is no object. You are just What's the, the open focus. The third one is the self-inquiry, which is similar to floodlight, but you are turning the, the 
subject of subject of consciousness back on itself. Like who is it that's thinking? Yeah. Who is but, it that's hearing but it, the noise? It's weird because conceptually, like you can't taste your own tongue or feel your own finger or um, see can. your own eye. I can. Of course I can. Of course I'm sure I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Chris can believe it's not butter as well. So Yeah, like, you said that before, didn't you? Yeah, earlier on. It's one of the life um, th- He thinks Marmite's okay. Yeah, so, yeah. one of the few. Mine is, so did we do sinus rinse? No. Last time. No. <laughs> I am obsessed with the Neil Med sinus rinse. I got this from Dr. Clay Height, who's a natural bodybuilder, um, old T-Nation guy. He's a bodybuilder. He, Clay likes lifting weights. <laughs> and So I have a confession. Okay. I used mine. Right. And I didn't record me using it. Oh, no. So nothing okay. dramatic happened. Didn't it? Well, I've got a video of dramatic things happening using my sinus rinse, so I can I can send it to Video Mandine, and he can so it, it's decide whether really to put it. Really nice. What is it? So what it is is <laughs> a, a it, and it, it's it's recommended by ENT ear, nose, and throat doctors as well. Often um, because if you have chronic sinusitis, um, lots of sinus infections, atopy, hay fever, um, any of those kind of things where you, sinuses are blocked. A to P? A to P. Like, so if you get a general constellation of like eczema and hay fever and itchy nose and all that stuff, go and just check this out. Watch the video of me doing it. You'll be like, oh, I want to do that. It's a bottle, squeezy bottle of saline solution. And you squeeze it into your nostril, comes out the other nostril and clears out all of the gunk that's in your nose at the same time. Do it in the morning. Surely you must have to position your tongue in you. So So you have to, yeah. do you mind? Go for it. So, you have told me about this, right? I ordered some. I standing in my bathroom. Bottle, salt. Read the back. Do not use tap water. It's like cast back to Iceland. I use tap sure water. Sure, you used tap water. It's not the sort of thing that he would. I'll just use bottled water. Bottle water. Put the salt in, and it's like point up nose and squeeze. Never do it without the salt as well. It knacks. Really? Yeah, with, with the salt, perfectly painless and lovely, but without the salt. So it's like, like you've done a backflip in a pool and you, you know, you like... Yeah, oh, right, I see. Horrible. So I'm, there I am, bottle in my nose, and I'm thinking, like, rationally, what do I understand about my nose? <laughs> like, I think that this goes up, and then probably in, and then I imagine down. <laughs> Somewhere. And I know down. that I breathe, like... That goes in my lungs. Yeah. I don't want water going in my lungs. Yeah. And it says, come out the other nostril, I'm thinking, well, how can that happen? Mm-hmm. But here I go. <laughs> so you like, you have to bend down. I suppose that's what prevents it from, and you squeeze and there's a delay. You like squeeze and you like, there's like, there's like <laughs> that happens. Like, like feel, you feel your face fill up and it just goes, shh. And you're like, oh. You got that. it first time. People don't always get it first oh, time. Oh, really? Just, I think I'm so used to just... You, you're good at just following in. Yeah. <laughs> things things that feel a bit unusual, a bit strange, going to do it anyway. Have you ever had an enema? No. Would you? Yeah. Would you let us video it? Uh, not the first time. From the top half. Caffeine enema. Ben Greenfield's big into them. What is a caffeine enema? Just, just coffee in your bum. Okay. I, I'm not but convinced. As soon as you say coffee. <laughs> maybe 20. Maybe, maybe 20. I, I think it's a very pseudoscientific thing, but people love it. Why is it good having stuff put up your bum? I don't think it is. 
I think it removing is. healthy bacteria and shit. Is it yeah, going to have anything put the bum? Any liquids put up your bum? Like, should people have water put up the bum? Saline? Is it good having anything up your bum? So is it enemas just Personal having preference, saline yeah. up your bum and all the poo come out? Yeah, it? I mean, I think unless there's a problem and you need, you need to, I would stay away from putting things in your bum. I mean... I think that's a safe... Several million years of evolution would have programmed something in. There's a guy we know good, who owns a business that's just putting poo up people's bums. Poo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Poo. Like, people with problems, he puts poo up. Proper poo. They don't have right, the poo that's right poo. They haven't got the proper, proper poo. And so he gets people who have got the good poo, and he puts the poo, their poo, the good poo up there. Johnny, bank. I would pay you to, to teach medicine. To, to just like, if, so you, what you have to do is like, read the textbook, process it into... That Johnny, that kind of speak, right. How much would I have to pay you to let me put someone else's poo in your bum? Without medical supervision? No, medical supervision. So, so hold on. So do I need the poo at my bum? No. So you're just putting it at my bum? As you are right now. How are you going to do it? Well, however I'm advised by the medical personnel. Okay. It's a proper procedure. But it's someone else's poo. 250 grand. 200, so you wouldn't do it for 100 grand? 100 grand? 100 grand? You wouldn't put someone else's poo up your bum? So I understand that when I say yes, you'll go 90. Because this is what I do to people. Because <laughs> I, I do it all the time. For the sake of this podcast... 250 grand. Once stop I think you've priced yourself out of the market. Once I stop recording, you and I can have, I think have, some, I, have some conversation. Being frank, I think you've priced yourself well, out of the market. There is no market. This is the market. No deal. And if you want to put poo on my I don't think you're going to find a buyer for that. But the Chris is the only buyer. I'm not doing I'm not it. selling. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But you are Fine. selling because 250 grand. It's like someone coming up to you and saying, I want your house. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a level of hassle associated that's irrelevant of the price. Right, but you mm-hmm. just factor that into the price. So, which I've done. 250 grand. Mate, you are overpricing your ass. In your opinion. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you're the master of your own. If you want to put poo in my bum, there's the number. How much would you, how much would I have to pay you to put your own poo back in your bum? What, using a tool or just trying no, to skip no, 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 like, I'm, do- medical- I'm, I'm doing it this time. No. You're doing it. But it's your poo and you know are it's you your you actually poo? doing this? I'm you're going to be, right, oh, I see. Plot thickens. <laughs> he's playing with the variables here so again is it medically yeah. supervised yes by it's the exact same it's by everything people that, that like just... are your mates that are doctors or not by, by... him not by him right um, <laughs> he's not there he's gone I'd do that for I'd do that for 50 grand so to put your own poo back in your so boat. 200 grand yeah. is the differential between someone else's poo and your poo yeah 200 grand what are you worried about just, these are just arbitrary figures Chris and what am I worried about? I mean, you've just removed. What just... am I worried about? Someone else's poo, and that Yusuf has just said, I would stay clear of putting anything up your bum. Video Mandine's thinking like, <laughs> I've I've brought extra batteries. What I really want to know. Okay, here, guys. It's like, I need to, I need what to... I really want to know is how much would it would you have to be paid to have someone else's poo put up your bum? Is the person whose poo it is disease free? Yes. Oh <laughs> fine. <laughs> Well, yeah, really? How much? Uh, Fifty grand. And how much for your own poo? A thousand pounds. That's a big. That's a big discount, there, mate. I'll take it because your fact, your factor of, of differentiation is much greater than mine. Yeah, well, uh, t- to be honest, I'd, I'd have to. I'd, I'd, I'd do a bit of reading. 
give me two hours and I'll come back with a revised offer. I, I might lower it. I might drop it to <laughs> two grand. Why would you lower it? <laughs> like, there's <laughs> no incentive to lower it. If he's agreed to pay it. I haven't agreed to 50 well, that, yet. I've agreed to one. Because I'm tuned. I'm quarter of a million quid. I'm a bargain. Yeah. You are. You are a yeah. bargain. Plus, let's be honest, it would be more funny if it happened to you than me. <laughs> it would. It would make for good content, wouldn't it? It would so. be fantastic content. Right. My final one. What am I going to do? Uh, okay, so I've mentioned this on the How to Get Lean for Your Summer Holiday podcast, but didn't go into it with quite so much detail or as much further. Um, skier and natural set yogurt. I swear, every life hacks do you say skier. <laughs> and, and it's always <laughs> like, oh... That's a new one. And I feel like every time you get annoyed and I'm like, Chris, honestly, mate, I couldn't agree more. Do you remember when, uh, just after, just shortly after I nearly died in Iceland of cold, you and I got back to the Was this when we got drenched? This was the first night. Yeah. The night after, and very, honestly, close to death, got back and I'd I'd bought strawberry skier. And I just remember thinking, this is honestly... I was like, I'm so alive that I wouldn't be able to replicate it. It was so nice. I think we'd all convinced ourselves that because it was Icelandic, because the Icelandic people are really good at convincing you that if something's Icelandic, it's worth nine and a half thousand pounds and it'll be really nice. Well, they just call every, even the butter. The butter Icelandic, Icelandic, Icelandic butter. butter. Icelandic water. Coffee. And so you're like, oh, Icelandic butter. That, eating it with a spoon, you're like... But the skier was brilliant. Bloody lovely. Mm. What's, what's crazy to me is that Arla, the... Dairy company. So I don't like them that much. Have managed to buy the word skier. Wow. Yeah, that is interesting. Because that's like someone owning yogurt in China. So I bet the Icelandic people are just like. It's like someone. We don't care. um, We have enough skier over here for all of us. As I've experienced firsthand, their skier is superior. It's head and shoulders above. Yeah, and so like. You, it wouldn't bother you if it was the macros on it are unbelievable as well it's a protein supplement essentially it is if you owned a company <clears throat> for, for your argument's sake was like the name of a fruit and you made bikes and then another company that was also called the name of that fruit was able to sue you because they had a monopoly on a fruit you'd think that was ridiculous and yet <laughs> skier can own skier <laughs> they can own a type of dairy product <laughs> still don't know if I'm at liberty to <laughs> to say if we say any of these words if we yeah. get a cease and desist we will we always do, do. We will. so I, what do you think about Fahe I've not had that Fahe. I don't even know what it is F-A-G-E is that last pronounced Fahe yeah F-A total total yogurt you must have done. No. You will have seen it. It's like the emperor of the dairy It's world. always in the supermarkets. It's like the big... It's five it, quid. Total. A, yeah. Yeah. Made by Fahe. <laughs> that, that I didn't get. Fudge. what total is. Fudge yogurt. So the, that, that zero, not the... Because some people buy the two or the full. If you buy a full fat yogurt, it is... It's like being punched in the stomach. It's just full fat. Calories wise. It's unbelievable. the, the full fat coke argument again, isn't it? What are you drinking full fat coke for? You had it before double Dead decades. calories, man. I have it with. Johnny had a, a kilo thing of yogurt with four double deckers in it. Got to hit my macros, man. Um, is this when you were so the, power lifting? The great thing uh, about no, I was cutting at the time. The great thing about both of them, double decker is a two hundred and fifty calorie serving of mainly carbs and fat. 
fantastic. So you if get you know a complete that, macro meal if you just yeah, put four double deckers in. A tub of total yogurt is roughly fifty grams of protein, a little bit of carbs, zero fat. Mix them together, what have you got? You've got a creamy double decker based dessert. I'd rather have like a fish and chips. Me too. Was that available at the time? Fish and chips. I was in I was in Tesco. I was in Sainsbury's. Oh, I see. Trying to trying to make ends meet. And instead of making ends meet, trying I just fit made yogurt and, meat. yogurt and double decker. Wow. I, I really agree. I think Tesco own brand, low fat yogurt, low fat Greek style yogurt. Yep. Is the So you want that with one brands. scoop one scoop of protein powder, some blueberries, Great, no, a little bit of mixed it. nuts. Honey? No. Oh, you gotta have honey. Don't need the carbs. What do, you, what do you mean you don't need the carbs? It's not, it's not about need needing. Carbs. This is a man who just ate a saurine oh, right. into a pot of yogurt. <laughs> as that, like a, that, a mid-podcast. I, I did not happen. Yogurt is the, well, is, is the blank canvas of my life. Like, I, so many things go with yogurt for me. I dip, like, I dip I, saurine in yogurt. If I don't know what to have, it starts with yogurt. Well, cheese. It's the, it's the cheese great. of the sweet world, isn't it? It is. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. It's, cheese is the savoury yogurt. It's just cheese, just unfortunately... They've tried to make high-protein, low-fat cheeses, and it just doesn't cut it. I've seen it. That blue stuff. It's not very nice. It tastes like tasteless Parmesan. It's got this te- texture of Parmesan without the, the rich flavours. Fuck it, man. How do you feel about dairy? Um, good. Yeah. I like it, but I'm having to limit it because of my estrogen experiment. There's a lot of things I can't do with my estrogen experiment at the moment. When does it finish? Principally, can't Six touch weeks times. How many weeks? Six weeks. How, many, how long has it been going? I'll, I'll retest my hormone panel. Six weeks. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll find yeah. out. I think what will happen is it'll be slightly different, but we'll be looking at two isolated sets of data mm. that anything could be influencing, and you'll have just not touch receipts. I just want to get back to using shower gel. Yeah. Because currently you're using... E-cover washing up liquid. You're using... In a ceramic... Can we... In a ceramic pot. Can yeah. we just say the sentence again of what you're doing in the shower? So I use e-cover washing up liquid. I'm not using shampoo. So that's another experiment, writing about it. Um, I didn't go for the apple cider vinegar thing, so I think it would just make your head stink. Yeah. I'm glad that there's lines in the sand about what's too weird. Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> um, it's all under, like, what might the GMC take issue with? <laughs> um, what If you just stayed at home true. all day, didn't have to go anywhere, I think you'd be using apple cider vinegar right now. Yeah. Probably. I've, yeah. So oh, got rid of lavender spray or lavender products. Uh, normal candles. Had to get beeswax candles. Edamame beans. Edamame beans, not allowed. No no cologne. Thought. No fragrances. Minimise uh, dairy fat. Switch my toothpaste. Oh, so you can have low fat. You can have fire yogurt. Yeah. Um, Total. I've had a not, I'm using a non-fluoridated toothpaste called Euthymol, which is like the 1930s oh, that one. That's delicious. Like, it's really, it just tastes of clove. Almond hammer. Clove. Almond, it's, it's really like... Yeah. Um, <laughs> no... Yeah, like, you can't touch carpets or vinyl floor. Like, what other floor is there? Um, like, this, this will all be... That's vinyl. Yeah. Not touching receipts. And then the e-cover washing up liquid. And a steel protein shaker. Wow. Apparently that's me. The steel protein... No, the, my steel protein shakers. We spoke fantastic. about this Yeah, so good, man. Pisses all over normal ones. Anyway, thank you very much. What have we got coming up? Um, how to run your own business and the dangers that are associated with going on your own. Strength training. Uh, truth as a superpower. Relationships 103. 
What else have and we got? We've got a whole bunch of questions that we need to go uh, through. I think loads. we should just do a Q&A. We should do I another should interview Video Man Dean. Video Guy Dean? Mm. What about? Video Man Dean. All of the, the struggles that he's got. VMD. Yeah. The VGD. VMD. VGD sounds like a BD. Big dick energy over there. <laughs> right. K Biden. Thank you. K Biden. Yeah. Yeah.